Thank you so much for joining us today. We're always encouraged to know God is working through new beginnings to touch lives. So if you have a story to share of how God's working in your life, please let us know. Send us an email at mystory@newbeginningsnj.org. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Good morning, New Beginnings. It's great to be here speaking at my home church this morning. I've been a member here since 2010, eight years now. Me and my wife, Glennis, we have four children. And uh, I am on staff now part-time as a multi-site director here at New Beginnings. I was on staff full-time for three years. And then we started our own ministry called Move the Earth. Go to movetheearth.org. You can find out more about that. We have a product table in the lobby today with some flyers about our ministry. And Move the Earth is a ministry dedicated to reversing the trend of unbelief by building biblical unity and teaching worldview clarity. So we're real big with um, seeing churches come together. We have connections all across the state. You might have seen uh, over the past week on Facebook, there was a, an event called Serve Jersey Shore, where 40 churches in Oceanmama County got together and were serving their community. Uh, our ministry helped to organize that event with all the 40 churches, kind of led that effort. So we see a lot of what's going on across the state. I also uh, represent Christians United for Israel, the largest pro-Israel group in America. I'm their state coordinator. I speak all across the state on behalf of that organization. In addition to speaking at state clergy briefings that I do next week, I'll be speaking to 80 pastors on a panel in September. I'll be speaking to four other state clergy briefings as part of movetheearth.org, our ministry. And the reason I say all of that is to let you know that I have my finger on the pulse of what God is doing in the state of New Jersey and he is doing something right here at New Beginnings Church. He really is. I'm showing you everyday schedule, everyday life. You may not realize that. You may not see it. You may not sense it. But when I'm out there among all these pastors and all these clergy gatherings and speaking at all these different events, I see what God is doing across the state. And God's doing great things across New Jersey, don't get me wrong. But right here in this region of New Jersey, New Beginnings Church is at the tip of the spear of what God is doing and starting something very big right here in this state. So we must, we must reach New Jersey in Jesus' name, and God is using this church to do that very thing. You must reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. And you may not even realize it as the multi-site director over the past few months, we're getting ready to launch our Bayville campus one month from now on September 16th. That Sunday morning is our opening weekend. All, all summer long, they've been renovating the building, they've been preparing the grounds, they've been getting ready. If you signed up to go to Bayville on one of our reach cards in the past, I'm telling you, we're one month away. We can't wait to open up that campus. In addition of Bayville being renovated for the launch in September, we're having a midweek at Manchester every Tuesday night at the Clarion Hotel on Route 37. There's a Bible study midweek service that happens every Tuesday, and already 60 people are coming to that on Tuesday nights. And by 2019, one year from now, Manchester will be a fully-fledged multi-site location on Sunday mornings. So it's amazing what God is doing. From Bayville launching next month as a multi-site to Manchester launching next year as a multi-site, God is on the move in New Beginnings Church. Amen? Watch this quick two-minute video, and you'll see what I'm talking about in Bayville and in Manchester. Hey, everybody. This is Jamie Adams, the site coordinator for Midweek at Manchester. 
We're really excited about the REACH campaign because it gives us the opportunity to, to reach out to the communities in Manchester, Lakehurst, Whiting, some of the other surrounding towns. Our goal is to help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to the communities in this area. Let's reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. Pastor Mike, I'm here at the Bayville campus and we are so excited. We're getting so close to our opening date. We've accomplished so many things here and we're just looking forward to getting the rest of it ready for our opening date. So we've cleared some land, getting ready for uh, parking. We've gotten so many things accomplished inside. The electricians are almost completed. We're almost there for video and sound, it's so exciting, we're getting so close. So we just wanted to update everyone on how God is moving here in Bayville. And you know what, we're gonna reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. And again, thank you so much for your prayers and everything that the volunteers have done. We're so thankful for all of you. Who is excited to reach Bayville in Jesus' name? I'm telling you, one month from now, we're going to open those doors and let the kingdom of God do business in Bayville. And it's so exciting to see what God is doing in that campus, see what God is doing in Manchester. And then now in the fall, come November, we're going to start a Bible study and food distribution outreach in Keyport, New Jersey, in northern Monmouth County to reach that area in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're just not going to sit here on Sunday mornings and have church anymore in Bricktown. We, and when I say we, I mean we, are going to reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. From Bayville to Manchester to Keyport to beyond, we're going to let this state know who God is, how good God is, and what the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about. And you're going to be a part of that. Amen? Yes, you are. Now, on September 14th, a Friday night, September 14th, we're going to have our launch party at the Bayville campus. So we open up Sunday morning, September 16th, but Friday night, September 14th, is our launch party. And everyone, NBC Global, not just the Bayville campus people, but all of us here this morning are invited to come Friday night, September 14th, to celebrate what God is doing at this brand new campus. From 6 to 7, we'll have activities for the kids. We'll have free food you can have after work that day. Then from 7 to 8, we'll have a worship night, a celebration night, a building dedication night, and we're going to let God know we are thankful. 
We are thankful what God is doing through this church. So mark your calendar Friday night, September 14th, and join us at the Bayville campus for our launch party. I'm telling you guys are going to look back five years from now and say, look what God has done through New Beginnings Church. And if you don't see that yet, you're going to see that in about 30 minutes from now when we're done speaking here this morning. Because God has a plan for New Beginnings Church. And therefore, if you're sitting here this morning, and this is your home church, God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you to reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. Because all of Scripture, all the Word of God, is about a God who is on the move with his people. From the very beginning of the Old Testament, you see Abraham leaving the land of his fathers, Ur of the Chaldeans, and going to the land of Canaan. Then you see the Israelites in the book of Exodus coming out of Egypt and going into the land of Canaan. Many, many years later, these Israelites will now leave the land of Babylon after 70 years of captivity and once again journey back and migrate back to the land of Canaan, the promised land. All this time, it's a narrative. It's a chronicle of how God is on the move and so are his people. It is a story of a movement of momentum and of motion. Movement, momentum, and emotion. In the New Testament, it is no different. In Jesus Christ, he has commanded us, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Movement, motion, and momentum. The church was never established by God to be stagnant or settled in our mission. We must get the gospel. You must get the gospel from here to there. Just like the Old Testament, it was a recording of how God got his people from here, Egypt, to there, the promised land. Just like in the New Testament, how God got the gospel from Jerusalem to the city of Rome. It was always a record, a narrative, a historical chronicle of how God is on the move and so are his people. His message must go from here to there. We must go from here, Bricktown, to there. Bayville and Manchester and Keyport and other places, we have momentum. We're in motion, and we're on the move this morning at New Beginnings Church. The Gospel of Luke, who, the, the author of Luke is the same author of the book of Acts. Luke, uh, Luke one of the early disciples there and followers of, 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 uh, of the church. And when he wrote the Gospel of Luke, he was recording how Jesus must go to Jerusalem. In other words, he must get this message to the city of Jerusalem. And that's how the Gospel of Luke ends, Jesus' death and resurrection in the city of Jerusalem. But then Luke picks up right away in the book of Acts in the city of Jerusalem, now with the apostles being filled with the Holy Spirit. Then at the end of the book of Acts, he then brings the Gospel to the city of Rome. So the entire narrative of the Gospel and of Acts, the entire historical setting of the early church was how God got the message of his son from here to there, from Jerusalem to Rome. God wants to get his message. God wants to get his gospel from here in Bricktown to the other communities around this region. And you're going to be a part of that here at New Beginnings Church. You have a place in that. You have a part of that. See, New Beginnings Church, we're in motion. We have momentum. And we're on the move just like the early church. And you can either be a casual observer, or a committed participator. Let me say that again. 
You can be either a casual observer or a committed participator. I know what I want to be. I want to be a committed participator. If God is doing something in my generation, I want to be a part of it. If God is doing something in this generation, you need to be a part of it. And when comfort and convenience convinces the church to relax and rest, God stirs up some opposition to remind us that we cannot become comfortable and complacent in our Christianity. We must begin to go out and start a new work. In the book of Acts, there's a narrative how God got the gospel from here to there. In chapter 8, we can't turn to this morning because of time, there was a great persecution that came towards the church. They rose up and started killing the early believers. So in Acts chapter 8, verse 1, the Bible says that God began to scatter the believers across Judea and Samaria, but the apostles remained in Jerusalem. In other words, there were some of us who have to go and be scattered, have to go and be sent out, while others of us have to remain in the home base. In the book of Acts, there were some who went out into Judea and Samaria, and there are others who remained in Jerusalem. But we are one or the other this morning. You are either one or the other this morning. Either you're going to be sent out to start a work across New Jersey, or you're going to stay here in Bricktown and sustain the work right here at the home campus. But one way or the other, we must do something to reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. You know, we're not having the same opposition that the early church had. Of course not. We can't compare their suffering to our world we're living in today, at least not in America. Some parts of the world, absolutely, but not here yet, not in our backyard. Either way, though, we are facing opposition if, uh, towards the church right here in America, even here in New Jersey. According to statistics in America, over the next year, eight to 10,000 churches will close their doors. Eight to 10,000 churches will close their doors in America over the next 12 months. And even last Sunday morning, I got an email from the Tom's River Patch. You ever get those patch emails, like a local uh, newspaper, online newspaper from Tom's River in Berkeley and Brick and other communities? It's called the Patch. They sent the email out last Sunday morning, and it was a, a story on how churches in New Jersey are closing and they're being renovated into homes for the real estate market for people to live in. Then they have links to these different properties that used to be churches, then now homes. And on realtor.com, you can now purchase a home that was once a church right here in New Jersey. Not in England, not in secular Europe, not in New Hampshire, right here in our backyard. Churches are closing and becoming homes. Well, it used to be altars where people would pray and seek God are now becoming living rooms where they put, on, where they put TV and they relax. Bedrooms are now have stained glass windows in them right here in New Jersey, right here in our backyard. But there are eight to 10,000 churches in America closing this year. New Beginnings Church is going to open churches this year across New Jersey. Amen? We're going to open churches. We're going to stop that, that decline. We're going to reverse that trend. If churches are becoming homes, we're going to make them in the churches once again in New Jersey, and you're a part of that. So if that's the stats, what is the solution? 
Well, it's the same today in a post-Christian America as it was in a pre-Christian Rome. God needs to scatter the believers like he did in the book of Acts. Some of us must be sent out to start a work. Others of us must stay back to sustain a work, but all of us must do something. That's how it was in Acts, and that's how it is today. You know, new churches, according to statistics, grow faster than well-established churches. In other words, when we launch out into uh, Bayville or Manchester or other places, those churches, those campuses will grow more quickly than what we will grow right here in Bricktown. Because new campuses, when they come into a community, grow, extraordinarily grow the first two or three years more than an established campus like in Bricktown. Furthermore, if a church has been in operation for 20 years or more, they hit a plateau according to, according to statistics. And if they don't begin to multiply and start new campuses, statistics show that church will hit a plateau and then begin to decline. New beginning church is at that 20 year mark, but we're not going to decline. We have momentum, we have motion, we're in a movement to start and to multiply campuses all over New Jersey, and you're a part of that. You should be proud and excited to be a part of that. Like I said, I speak at clergy briefings all across the state. I minister all across the state in major uh, events and gatherings. I, I gather 40 churches to serve in a major outreach just this past week in New Beginnings. You've done an amazing job. If you were part of Serve Jersey Shore this past seven days. Right here in New Beginnings, you had four different outreaches going on. You had one in Bricktown at the laundromat. You had one in Bayville serving the police department. You had two in Manchester, one being in Whiting just this past Saturday. And in Whiting, we had 100 uh, boxes, we call Box of Kindness, 100 boxes ready to go to supply Whiting just yesterday. But 200 families showed up for the boxes. There's a need in Whiting for the gospel. There's a need in Whiting for this church. And I'm out there on the front lines. And you can either sit back on the sidelines or come with us on the front lines, but we're gonna reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. And you can be a part of that. God has all of us on the same mission, but he puts in the heart of each person a unique must. Let me say that again. God has all of us on the same mission, but he puts in the heart of each person a unique must. In other words, what must you do to get the gospel from here, Bricktown, to there, Bayville, Manchester, Keyport, and other areas? What must you do to serve God in his kingdom? Jesus said throughout the gospels, I must go to Jerusalem. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 21, our first scripture this morning, from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed, and on the third day be raised to life. He must go to Jerusalem. That word must implies he was compelled, he was obligated, he was required to enter that city, despite the cost of laying down his life. He must go to Jerusalem. Despite the cost, Despite the sacrifice, despite the risk, I am compelled, I am obligated, I am required, I must go, Jesus says. What is the must 
that God is putting in your heart today? Where must you go to reach New Jersey in Jesus' name? Must you stay here in Bricktown? Or must you go to Bayville? Or must you begin to participate in Manchester? Or must in the near future go to Keyport? Where must you go? What must you do? What is the must that God is putting in your heart this morning? Not only Jesus, but the apostle Paul said the same thing. In Acts chapter 19, verse 21, here Paul is speaking. It says, after all this had happened, Paul decided to go to Jerusalem, passing through Macedonia and Achaia. After I have been there, Paul said, I must visit Rome also. Paul is saying, I must, I am compelled, I am obligated, I am required to go to the city of Rome. See, God puts a must in the heart of all of us. God puts a must in the heart of all of us. Inside of me and inside of you, there is something you must do. There is something I must do. There is something we must do to reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. In Acts chapter 23, verse 11, we're finding out who put this must in Paul's heart, that he must visit Rome. It says, the following night, the Lord, Jesus Christ, the Lord, stood near Paul and said, take courage. As you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. Who put the must in Paul's heart? Was it Peter? Was it James? Was it John? Was it some church committee with a good brainstorming idea? No, no. It was the Lord Jesus Christ who put a must on the heart of Paul. Who puts the must in your heart on where you must go and how you must serve? It's not Sean Hyland. It's not Pastor Joe Source. It is the Lord Jesus Christ who has the must for your life this morning a must on what you must do this morning so you can participate in what God is doing right here at your home church. And so finally in Acts chapter 28, verse 14, the last chapter of the book of Acts, we see these words in the closing chapter. There we found some brothers and sisters who invited us to spend the week with them. And so we came to Rome. And the book begins to wind down and to close. Because the entire purpose of the book of Acts was to show 2,000 years of the church to come, including you and me, God's mission is to get the message from here to there. The book of Acts starts in the city of Jerusalem, Acts chapter one. It records a narrative of the apostles with momentum in a movement with motion going around the world. And finally, the apostles coming to the city of Rome. They got the message from here to there. We now in the 21st century, just like them in the first century, must get the gospel from here in Bricktown to the communities all around us. And we do that when there's a must inside of a heart. We must reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. You must reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. When there are churches closing by the thousands around America and churches being turned into homes right here in New Jersey, you're sitting in a church that's opening churches in this state. 
We're going against the grain, against the trend. We're doing something different. And you can be a part of that. God is putting a must in your heart this morning. A must to serve him in some capacity. A must to participate in some way or another. And why did Paul, why did the apostle Paul have to go to the city of Rome? Why do you have to go to Bayville or Manchester or Keyport or other areas? Why, God? Because in the city of Rome, there were already Christians there. Paul wasn't the first one to bring the gospel to Rome. Most likely the church started in Rome from the day of Pentecost when Jews from around the entire empire gathered in Jerusalem, got filled with the spirit of God and brought the message of Jesus Christ back to their city. So in the book of Romans, the letter of Romans in your Bible, Paul is writing to these believers in Rome. He has never even been there yet. Acts chapter 28 never even occurred yet. They're already believers, already churches in Rome. Why did Paul have to go then? Because God says, Paul, you must do something in Rome. You must add to the work that have already started in Rome. Of course there's churches already in Bayville and in Manchester and possibly Keyport and other areas, but we must go to add to what God is doing. But every time God puts a must in us, others would tell us why we can't do what God says we must do. When God says you must, others will say mm, you can't. People will always tell you why you can't do what God says you must do. When Jesus says, I must go to Jerusalem, right away, Peter, his main disciple, said, Jesus, you can't go to Jerusalem. They're going to crucify you. Jesus said, Peter, I must go. I am obligated. I am required. I am compelled to go to Jerusalem. When Paul says, I must go to Rome, there are prophets and acts who warn Paul, Paul, you're going to go to the city of Jerusalem. They're going to bind you in chains. They're going to take you to Rome. It's not going to end well, Paul. Paul said, I must go to Rome. I am obligated. I am compelled. I am required. There will always be a reason why we tell ourselves why we can do what God says we must do. Maybe our schedules, maybe our priorities, maybe our Sunday mornings, maybe our Saturday mornings, our lives are busy, our lives are hectic. I know I live life too, <laughs> just like all of you. I serve in four different ministry positions, New Beginnings Church, Move the Earth, Christian Agenda for Israel. I'm a teacher in Ambassador Christian Academy in Tom's River. I get it. I get it. Life is busy, and there's always a reason why you would tell yourself, I can't do what God is saying I must do. But if you have that desire in your heart to reach New Jersey in Jesus' name, you will find a way to spread all costs, all sacrifice, all risk to do whatever it is God says you must do. And Paul had that desire, and he had that heart. In Romans chapter 1, here is Paul now writing to the Romans. He's never been there yet, but he knows he must go to Rome. So in Romans chapter 1, he writes these words to the believers in the city of Rome. I long to see you. I long to see you. I have a desire to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong, that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. 
I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I plan many times to come to you, but have been prevented from doing so until now, in order that, and this is good stuff right here, in order that I might have a harvest among you just as I have had among other Gentiles. I have a longing. I have a desire to go to the city of Rome. Why? Because I need to bring them something they don't have. And I need to reap a harvest that I've seen in other places. Paul's saying, Romans, I've seen God do some big things. I've seen God do some good things. I've seen God win souls in Galatia. I've seen God win souls in, in Ephesus and in Philippi and in Corinth. I've seen God turn the world upside down throughout my missionary travels. And I'm going to see it in the city of Rome, just like I've seen it in the city of Ephesus and Corinth and Philippi. I know what God can do. And we're saying the same thing here at New Beginnings Church. We want to go to Bayville. We want to go to Manchester. We want to go to Keyport so we can have a harvest among them like we've already had in the city of Bricktown. If God has done it here, he can do it there. Paul said, Romans, I've seen God move among the other Gentiles, and I know God's going to move among you when I show up. Therefore, I long to see you. I have a desire to see you. I am compelled and obligated and required. I must go to Rome. And his desire outweighed any other choice in his life. You will always choose your greatest desire. If your greatest desire is to reach people for Jesus, no matter what, no matter what else comes your way, other priorities, other events, other schedules, you will choose your greatest desire. For an example, if I was to put before you a bowl of ice cream and a bowl of kale, <laughs> you will choose your greatest desire. Now listen, if your greatest desire is to have something sweet, you'll choose the ice cream. If your greatest desire is to be healthy, you'll choose the kale. Now you may like the ice cream more than the kale, but your greatest desire is to be healthy. Therefore, you choose the less pleasurable option. If our greatest desire is to reach New Jersey, if our greatest desire is to bring hope to those who have no help, to be a light that shines in darkness, to bring freedom to those who are captive in their addictions, if that's our greatest desire, whatever else comes our way, we will choose that desire. We will reach New Jersey in Jesus' name. Paul said, I have that desire. And I have legitimate reasons why I can't do what God says I must do. I've been shipwrecked. I've been hungry. I've been naked. I've suffered. I've been beaten with rods. I traveled the world three times over, and yet I must go to Rome. Whatever came Paul's way, that must, that desire, continued to lead him and guide him to do what God called him to do. We must reach New Jersey in Jesus' name so we can see a harvest among Bayville and Manchester and Keyport, just like we've seen here in Bricktown. Like Paul wants to see a harvest among the Romans as he's seen among other Gentiles. In our REACH website, it says this. It's from newbeginningsnj.org on our REACH page. Our goal is to have campuses all over New Jersey 
to be able to reach as many people as possible with the powerful grace of God. We believe there is freedom, life, and healing in the name of Jesus. And we are passionate about seeing lives change right here in New Jersey. We must reach New Jersey. We must go to these cities. We must open these campuses because we're going to see there where we have seen right here. God is doing something. Everything you see, as blessed as you are to be here on a Sunday morning in Bricktown, under the teaching of Pastor Joe Soros, under a great worship team, great kids ministry team, a great campus here, as blessed as we are, there are people who cannot make it here to Bricktown. They can't experience what you experience. And therefore, we must go to them. In Luke chapter 19, our last scripture here this morning, Luke 19, uh, the story of Zacchaeus and Jesus. It says here in verse 1, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and he climbed the sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. I am obligated. I am required. I am compelled to go to your house today. So he, Zacchaeus, came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Zacchaeus couldn't get to Jesus. Just like people can't get to Bricktown. So Jesus said, disciples, stop everything. We're going to rearrange our schedule today. If Zacchaeus can't get to me, then therefore I must get to him. If people can't get to Bricktown, then therefore we must go to them. That's how the multi-site model works. People don't drive more than 15 minutes to church anymore. At least 80% of people don't do that. Therefore, they're not going to come to Bricktown. Just like Zacchaeus couldn't get to Jesus. So we can't say, well, if you can't make it to us, it's on you. Jesus didn't say, Zacchaeus, you can't come to me, just try harder. I know there's bad traffic on Brick Boulevard. I know Route 70 is backed up. I know there's tolls on the parkway. But you know what? You come get to us if you want it. That's not how Jesus operated. That's not how we're going to operate. If they can't get to us, then therefore we're going to get to them. That's how the kingdom of God operates. That's how Jesus operates. That's how we will operate. So there are two types of people, two types of people here this morning. There's a must that God is putting in your heart. There are those who must be sent to start the work. There are those who must stay to sustain the work, but no one may sit and shun the work. Let me say that again. There are those of you this morning who must be sent to start the work. There are those of you who must stay here in Bricktown to sustain the work, but no one may sit and shun the work. There are churches, and I've known some of them myself personally, who are closing their doors in New Jersey. I know two this past year right here in Ocean County that closed their doors. I speak all over the state among pastors and 
church events and gatherings. I know what God is doing, and he's doing some amazing, marvelous things in New Jersey. But New Beginnings Church is at the tip of the spear right here in the Jersey Shore. At the tip of the spear right here in central New Jersey. That God is raising up people like you and I with a must in our hearts, a must to be sent out to start a work, or a must to stay behind to sustain a work, but surely not to sit down and shun the work. If churches are going to close across America and even within our own state, we are going to open campuses right here at New Beginnings Church. And you're going to be a part of that. And today I want you to consider, God, what is it that I must do to be a part of that? I don't want to be a casual observer. I want to be a committed participator. You go out in the lobby today after service, there's a reach table. Our campus pastors from Bayville, Pastor Mike Biola and Associate Pastor, Pastor Rick Carwell will be there. Jamie Adams, our campus coordinator for, for Manchester and the, the midweek uh, Bible studies over there, he'll be out there as well to answer your questions on how you can reach New Jersey in Jesus' name in Bayville or in Manchester. Or maybe you're going to stay right here in Bricktown. You live in this area. This is your home base. You want to stay here. We need you here in Bricktown. We need you to step up and begin to serve in other areas of ministry. Because we begin to launch these campuses across New Jersey, we're having people leave here on Sunday mornings who used to be in kids' ministry, who used to be ushering, who used to be leading worship, and now they're not here anymore. They're reaching New Jersey in Jesus' name. So we need you here in Bricktown to serve in those areas. So go to the Reach table today. Get involved. And on the way out the door, we're going to receive an offering for the Reach campaign, for the Reach movement. We are going to do something in New Jersey right here at this church. And you're going to be a part of that through your giving and through your serving. So when you leave today, consider, ask God during this last worship song, what can I do in serving and what can I do in giving, in giving towards this reach campaign today? I don't want to see more churches closed. I want to see churches open for the glory of God. And I know you want to see that too. We don't serve a God of I may or God of I might. We serve a God of I will. When God makes promises, he doesn't say, I might, I may, he says, I will. So today, you're going to say, God, it's no longer I might go to Bricktown, uh, Bayville, or I might volunteer in Bricktown, or I may go to Manchester. Say, God, put a must in my heart, and I will say, I will, to the must you put in my heart today. So go out to the reach table, get involved, give your offering this morning, and receive it at the end of service. And ask God today during this worship song, what is it that I must do to reach New Jersey in Jesus' name? So Father, we pray now. We bow our heads now. We come before you now, God, with great anticipation of what you're doing in the midst of us. You're opening churches. You're multiplying this ministry. You're reaching new communities for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you have blessed us enough to be a part of it. And we don't take it lightly. So God, speak to us this morning. What is that must that you're putting in all of us? Where must we go and how must we serve to get the gospel from here to there? And so Lord, we dedicate our life. We surrender our life. Use us to accomplish great things. So heaven will look back 5,000 years from now and say, we found a people who reached New Jersey in the name of Jesus Christ. And we pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. We're always encouraged to know God is working through new beginnings to touch lives. So if you have a story to share of how God's working in your life, please let us know. Send us an email at mystory at newbeginningsnj.org. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today.